Hello and welcome everyone to this week's episode of Raise Your Profile. Today I have the incredible Paul Greg Smith here with me. He's the founder of Growth Mindset Movement. And Paul is going to talk to us about, or we're going to talk about how to remain laser focused in times of um, overwhelm. So Paul, would you like to tell us a bit about what you do? Okay, so uh, I've got a couple of companies. Um, So yeah, pretty busy straight off the bat with uh, three different companies that I run. Growth Mindset Movement, I run a travel company um, and uh, also a uh, property funding solutions company. So I'm really busy. Uh, And one of the reasons why I got into was really interested in personal development and in ways of dealing with stress. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing with my travel company. On the one hand, it's uh, it, you know very uh, glamorous kind of you know traveling the world uh, and all this kind of stuff. Yes. But also from an operational perspective, um, I would regularly have clients all over the world, and it's kind of like. Um, uh, you have had to deal with everything from volcanic ash clouds to Brexit and all kinds of stuff. So I was regularly getting um, super stressful situations. I used to call them heart attack moments. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, like, oh my God, I've lost tens of thousands of pounds or whatever, or whatever it was. Um, and having to bounce back and having to bounce back rapidly. So I was really interested in uh, employing, rapidly uh, deploying any kind of techniques which help me kind sure. of lower stress levels uh, and effectively bounce back. Uh, because here's the thing, when you are hyper-stimulated, uh, when you've got high levels of cortisol uh, in your blood or whatever, it actually kind of like ruins your ability to focus on a biological level. Um, because literally your body's in fight or flight mode, it's not in focus mode. Um, so there's a whole range of tools, tips, tactics, which are immediately deployable, which can help you regain focus. But uh, today I think I'd like to talk about the whole range of things which you can use uh, immediately. Great, sounds good. I think a lot of people can relate to that. And like you said, um, when you experience high levels of cortisol, high levels of stress, it hinders inevitably your ability to focus. And I think a lot of people out there, particularly in, in corporate world or, or, or business owners, they live, they just live in constant uh, fight or flight mode. I've most certainly been there. I've had uh, very intense um, periods in my life when I've had in, experienced incredible stress. Mm. And boy, did I wish to have someone to tell me how to cope with that and remain laser focused because it definitely, definitely affected my ability to focus. And to be honest with you, I didn't even know why or what was going on Mm. um, or how to deal with it. So would you like to tell us a bit about the techniques? Is there anything, I mean, usually what I now know with what I know now is um, techniques like exercise, uh, meditation, mindfulness. These are the the main ones. that people usually talk, that my coaches usually talk about. So what would you recommend? Is there anything that you would uh, Okay, with? so um, these are all to be employed as a way of life, something that you do every day. It's not just like one quick fix or, or whatever. So all of the things we're gonna discuss are things you should incorporate into your way of life. Now, most of us, our default way of operation of turning up in the world, it might be too much coffee, you get too stressed, you drink too much <laughs> yeah. or whatever, all the kind of quick fixes which over a long period of time, the long-term cum- cumulative effects, obviously aren't good. Sure. So um, a lot of what we're gonna discuss is keystone habits, uh, great habits, lay the foundation of, of these habits and the long-term effects on your overall well-being, on your focus levels. Um, to start off with, the first one is exercise. Everything 
is better with exercise. Whether or not you like exercise, the, the, the cascading benefits into your life, healthy body, healthy mind, all that kind of stuff, but literally, um, even exercise as a quick technique, if you're uh, dealing with any kind of stress or whatever, um, it's like when you've been to the gym, you feel great afterwards. The, you know, the flood yeah, of endorphins and all this kind of stuff, as well as oxygenating your system. Um, and for me, I, do, I exercise in the morning. So uh, for me, part of my routine, uh, one, is it's, it's a good, solid, strong morning routine, and that incorporates uh, exercise. Um, so for me, I mean, most people start off the day, they might hit their emails straight away, they might check their social mm -hmm. media or whatever. But actually, I, I even have like, for me, I have like an hour and a half at least, sometimes half an hour, where it's pure quiet time, mm. pure silent time. Now, if I'm sure many people will have heard of The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. It's mm -hmm. a wonderful book. Um, what he talks about is, um, the uh, acronym is uh, SAVERS, so silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing or journaling. Um, so that is a solid foundation of morning routine, but literally it's like, if you win, there's that saying, if you win the morning, you win the day. Um, mm -hmm. And um, for me, it's, even if it's the minimum I do, there's a great app, it's called Seven, which is like a seven minutes of high intensity exercise. So that's the minimum I do. Otherwise it can be anywhere between half an hour to an hour and it'll vary between running high intensity exercise or, or whatever. There's all different kinds of things I do, but mm -hmm. exercise is the, cast, is the cornerstone keystone habit. Uh, that's also borne out by, there's a wonderful book called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. I highly recommend that and literally, all peak performers, all kinds of business specialists and everything, that is one habit that you do that, everything else is better. Because it's almost like you must prioritize your biological self, your physiological yes. self. Because it's a foundation. Exactly, Absolutely. exactly. You eat crap foods, you're drinking too yeah. much, you're drinking too much coffee. Oh, why can't I focus? It's, yeah. it's, it's not rocket science. So building exercise and a good uh, morning routine into your uh, yeah. daily habit, that's one of the first the first Number main one. things yeah. yeah 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 for sure you know i couldn't agree with you more um especially when you when you talk about prioritizing your physical self or your biological self mm. because there's a lot of talk out there now about mindset all these techniques nlp and whatnot and th those are great but if you don't take care of your physical body you just spend too much energy you just waste so much energy having to process all the you know exactly. stuff that you eat as not healthy for you or dealing with bad mood just because you have an exercise nothing else so take care of the basics first and then go on to mindset and the higher the exactly. higher level um the higher level stuff and um i, I really like the acronym the savers acronym mm, i actually good. haven't yeah, heard yeah, that yeah, before yeah, yeah. Yeah. i uh, came up with my own which which i try to now every morning i say try yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm getting there to being consistent and it is gem gratitude exercise meditation Nice, and, nice. Uh, yeah, gratitude, as we know, raises your dopamine levels. It's, it's absolutely incredible. Calms you down in times of stress. Mm. Um, exercise, like you said, the benefits are, are endless of that. And meditation really helps mm. me, especially if you have a very busy brain, you have a lot of going on, a lot, a lot of things yeah, yeah, going yeah. on in your life. I find meditation really, really helpful in the morning. I could literally see the difference when I do that and when I skip it yeah, and yeah, go right yeah, on the social media same, same. you can see the difference oh, can't yeah, you? Exa exactly yeah. And, uh, there, there's a phrase um, which I say to myself uh, which, which helps you think about this is whatever is in your field of focus 
floods your physiology. So mm-hmm. think about it. If you are overloading your attention, whether it's with social media or, or your to-do list, which is just like never-ending, think of the effects of that constantly running through your physiology. All these little doses of stress, fight or yeah. flight, all throughout the whole Absolutely. day. Um, and it's, you know, it's just not good for you. So here's the thing, with certainly with, with meditation, um, it calms everything down. It's almost mm-hmm. like it allows you to take more of a detached uh, perspective yeah. uh, and get crystal clear on what's really important to you in your life and the direction you want to go because there's nothing worse than yeah. being busy, being busy. Yeah. And that's also the, the root of a lot of stress when you've just been working. You're like, what have I actually done with today? What yes. have I done with this exactly. one beautiful day of my life? Exactly. Uh, and you've wasted it, you know, doing crap, um, basically. Uh, and the other thing you touched on there about gratitude, mm-hmm which I love uh, the, the gratitude practice. Because again, coming back to what is in your field of focus floods your physiology. When you prioritize you, yourself, and your self-care, so imagine every morning you're doing the exercise, you're hydrating, all this kind of stuff. But before you check your email, before you rush into your to-do list, you literally, you just kind of get s- slow and centered and say, do you know what? I love my life. I love mm-hmm. you know my family, my friends. And then what happens? You feel good. Yes, absolutely. Focus on what you already have. Yeah. We're continuously chasing something and we're focusing on what we don't have, right? What we do have. And we all know that in theory, but we need to practice it Mm. more. Mm. Okay, so would you like to talk to us about the end of day routine? Okay, yeah. So so that was a morning routine. Yeah, that's the the, the morning routine. And the importance of um, the the end of day routine, because also I'll just quickly say with the beginning of the day and the end of the day. So, uh, beginning of the day, I also like to to journal as well. So, gratitude okay. uh, in there as well, and journaling also. What a couple of things. One, I like to sometimes it's a brain dump, empty the crap uh, out of my head, just get it out on, on paper. Because <laughs> a lot of the time, I, I start the day with automatic negative thoughts, uh, so I just get them out on paper. But then, uh, in terms of life priorities, you know, the the worst thing uh, I think is just endlessly being busy, being busy, and delegating your dream uh, to the end of the day, and then the end Absolutely. of the day, you're too tired. You know, exactly. this is why we're stressed, because we're, so we're, we're not, you know, it's like, oh, I'll do that it's, tomorrow, and yeah. that becomes a habit, you it's know. So, true. so you're wasting your days being busy, being busy, whereas if you take that time in the morning, get crystal clear on what you want, um, and spend that time on the one thing, the, the, the legacy task, or whether it's that book you want to write, or something which is going to move the needle just a little bit in the right direction because when you when you do that when you move your life in the right direction just a little bit then you then you feel like you've yeah. you, you've, you've had a good day so with me it's almost like taking aim with um with my attention with my consciousness and this helps first thing in the morning yeah yeah this helps yeah. with your focus and your reticular activating system Absolutely. which gets you <laughs> laser focus on what you want to do with your life so one i i get clear on um the things I'm going to do. And so for me, it's like, okay, what's the one thing? Uh, It could be, you know, an interview or whatever. What's the really important thing I need to do today? And then, sure, there are loads of other things, but I also, I don't try and overload my my schedule. I mean, easier said than done, we all do this. But the more you employ a little bit of slack in your schedule, um, it means when something overruns or something new comes in, you don't get super stressed about it. Mm -hmm. And then with the end of day routine, it's almost like um, one ending the day on on, on a high, right? Which I think is really important. But three things uh, before I go to bed, it's like just count three wins or three things you're you're grateful for or or happy for. 
Um, and with the gratitude... Well, 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 during the day. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. And, and also, because some people, it's like, uh, if ever you get, you know, hedonic adaptation, you kind of, you've said, oh, I'm grateful for my family every second of the day. And sometimes what I find is lowering the barrier of, uh, of gratitude. So it could be something like, oh, man, this coffee. Day, you know, <laughs> or the sunrise yeah. this morning. Oh my god, yeah. you know, something so simple. So, you end the day again, it's just that little flood of feel good kind of chemicals. So, um, you, you do that, and also, what I'd like to think is I, I rehearse my success or my, my wins for the day ahead. So, I think, okay, tomorrow, what am I going to do? What's the one thing I'm focusing on tomorrow? So, it's almost like this, this little loop. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you get in the habit of prioritizing the, the few things which are going to take you towards your goal you're aiming in the right direction in, in the beginning of the morning you're taking stock at the end of the day ultimately you know everything in life compounds you're steering your life in the right direction Absolutely. so it's all it's about it's taking stock i mean even people like um benjamin franklin abraham lincoln all these kind of people they they would do these things but benjamin franklin used to say what good shall i do this day so it's like these journaling habits um they're, they're, they're good for the soul, they're good for the mind and help you ultimately focus and de-stress as well. Absolutely, yeah. And taking stock at the end of the day, I really like that. And the, that whole process keeps you on track with mm. your goal because mm. otherwise it, we tend to get distracted in all sorts of directions. Mm. And by focusing in the beginning of the day and taking stock at the end of the day, we just make sure we stay, we stay on track. Um, and yeah, I think all those great people that you just mentioned, this is exactly how they got to where they got to. Um, there's not a quote I love by, uh, by Steve Jobs. He said, if I, I, every day I ask myself that this was the last, my last day on earth, would, it, would I be doing what I'm about to do today? And if the mm-hmm. answer is no in too many, for too many days in a row, um, I just I, ha- I know I have to change direction. So it's continuously s- checking with yourself whether yeah. you're in the right direction and setting goals to get to a to a higher place to your next goal. And sometimes, as Tony Robbins says, it's a millimeter change. Mm. So like yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly. All it takes is a millimeter change sometimes. It doesn't always take a massive amount of um, a massive breakthrough or a mm. massive change. Sometimes just a millimeter change. Yeah, yeah, and th- that's it. I mean, it's even like you know, let's say plane going from uh, you know New York to London or whatever those tiny little changes mm-hmm. uh, are actually going to ultimately those little course corrections will ultimately help confirm your arrival and yes. uh, your direction because again I, I'm a big believer that everything in life is it's cumulative so it's mm-hmm. it's making sure that um, you know we all get one life it's, it's making sure that it's it's make it count with your day because I think uh, at the you know the root of a lot of um, Stress is, you know, we think, are we on track? Are we, are we kind of living our lives in alignment with with what we really want? Yeah, very, very true. So, Paul, do you have any advice for people um, who have uh, lost track? I mean, I a couple of years ago, I was exactly in that place. Mm. I was in self-checking with myself, and I ended up. I woke up one day, literally, and I was like, "How did I end up here?" Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So if you do these morning and evening routines and um, processes throughout the day, great. So do you have any advice for people who have lost direction? How do you how do you bounce back? Yeah, because for okay, so there's a couple of different aspects to um, to that question there. Okay. So so if some people say, oh, I don't know my purpose, I don't know, you know, well that's fine. Find it. You know, you'll gradually mm-hmm. find it. And for me, take it's your time yeah, it take your well. time. And I, I also think thanks. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to. Um, 
listen to your your physiology it's almost it's a great barometer which helps you steer your life Absolutely. in the direction that you you, you want to go for me it's all about um slowing things down because okay. we all live super busy lives information overwhelm and all this kind of stuff um and actually it's it's quiet time um where you know it's almost like you're, you're kind of your soul is trying to speak to you, you know, and yeah. you, you just got to listen, listen for it. And, <laughs> and, me. Yeah. and for me, actually, um, time in nature. I have a travel company. I mm -hmm. specialize in wildlife tours and all this kind of stuff. And I kid you not, time in nature, walking in the forest. You know, the Japanese call it, uh, well, forest bathing, there's a Japanese term for it as well. Um, the long-term uh, benefits to your health are well-known. Um, walking along the beach, looking out across the ocean, um, go and stare up at the night sky, even go and stare at some clouds or whatever. It's, <laughs> I guarantee you, it is the best psychic screen wash um, that, you'll, that you'll ever get. So for me, it's um, it's not just being busy. And you know, you don't have to kind of be on all the time. I know that's kind of the way we're uh, conditioned mm -hmm. in our modern culture. Um, but it's almost like, um, Work, work, work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's kind of, yeah, you need to slow things down. And, um, yeah, so for me, nature uh, is one of the main things. And also, when you mentioned um, bounce-back techniques, mm -hmm. there are a range of uh, techniques you can employ. Let's say you're super stressed or whatever. There's a couple of techniques you can do immediately to lower stress levels. Okay. One is meditation, as we've discussed. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not necessarily some kind of, like, hippie, woo-woo stuff or whatever. <laughs> um, it's just simply a way to calm the mind, calm the nervous system and all that kind of stuff. Um, there are apps, calm, uh, headspace. Um, mm -hmm. it, otherwise, go on YouTube, um, Sam Harris guided meditation, Tara Brack, uh, really good ones. Jason Stevenson, I discovered recently, absolutely oh, yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah, 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 he's really you good, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so those are really good ones. Another one is something called box breathing, which I'm a big fan okay. of now. Box Sounds breathing, interesting. yeah, it's it's um, it's a technique of breathing similar to uh, Vinpasa yoga kind of breathing techniques. Um, just Google it, box breathing, um, super simple, and you can do it in like five minutes, and it drops your kind of stress levels immediately. It's used by special forces um, in in the middle of firefights to calm down their physiology. So if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for your average uh, average kind of person, basically. <laughs> How does that work? Do, do you want to? So okay, so one one example is um, is kind of like uh, uh, so breathe in, and then you hold that for five seconds. And then you breathe out, and then you hold the at the out breath for five seconds. But you literally you just do that cycle for like five minutes, and you just feel really calm at oh, the end of it. So that's yeah. that's a really good one, um, which I highly recommend. Breathing is really important. In fact, now that you mention it, um, I've, um, I've 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 had a few similar techniques. Mm. Uh, you breathe in. You exhale up to the middle, more or less, and then you keep hold again mm. and keep exhaling. So there's a few different ones yeah. around that. Probably was part of the same yeah. um, uh, package, so to speak. And yeah, and, and if you're unsure how to do it, there are apps which just tell you. Yes. You, you can just. Yeah, that, those are the easiest ways of doing it. That's yeah. what I find. Absolutely. So. How about, this is an interesting topic, mm -hmm. I think a lot of us struggle with, how about self-talk? Okay. What should we talk about when we talk to ourselves, which we all do okay. all the time? I love this one. Now, actually, um, I, I um, you know, we've all got the negative 
voice inside of, mm-hmm. inside of my head. Critic. Most yeah. of the time, yeah. Um, there's um, uh, T. Harvecker says, uh, don't believe a thought you think. Uh, that's a great way of thinking because we're actually our own worst critic. Mm-hmm. Now think about that. What other organisms in nature have like some kind of inner argument going on inside their heads? Oh, you're rubbish. Why do you always do that? Why does it bad? <laughs> and you're like, you know, <laughs> we yeah. need to kind of learn how to kind of talk to ourselves. Um, and actually, I, there's a wonderful book by a leading sports psychologist coach called Jim uh, Lure, if I pronounce his name correctly. Um, and he was talking about, um, he was studying peak performance in champion athletes and so on. Mm-hmm. I found this intriguing um, because what he noticed was it was the it was the way these athletes it was their inner game it was the way they spoke to themselves inside their own heads that caused them to either bounce back or to kind of go on a, a negative sure. spiral and it was those people who um, let's say for example if if uh, you know, things start going bad in their game or in life, that's when the negative voices start coming, you know? And it was the people who say, oh, you know, why does this always have to happen? You know, why does a lot of bad stuff happen to me? <laughs> and then they go on yeah. a negative spiral and yeah. that affects their behaviour. So it's like this kind of uh, neurological, biological feedback loop um, which goes on. find the answer. And, yes. and, and some people get trapped in this their whole life, you know. Oh, why does bad stuff happen to me, boo-hoo? And they start asking terrible questions. Yeah. And the thing about questions, they're kind of like... Ask a better question, you know. Why does crap stuff happen to me is a rubbish question. Yes, um, questions are the answer. And if you e- have your own exactly. question, you might have to find the answer. Why does it always happen to me? Because you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. If you say, why am I an idiot? Yes. Your brain will come up with ten reasons why you're an idiot. What so. is a good question then? Do you have an example of a very good question to bounce, again, to bounce back, to reverse that um, negative spiral? Okay, so there's a couple of things you can do. Um, something like, you know, how do I get through this? You know, what's the mm-hmm. best way to get through this? You know, it, am I feeling like this because because uh, I'm crap, or is it because I'm just simply I haven't had enough sleep, or I need need to hydrate, or whatever? So again, it comes back to prioritizing. Uh, I call it primary system one: yourself, your biological self, the physiological self, um, because a lot of the times, poor performance uh, and negative feelings. It's it's often because. We're tired, we're dehydrated yeah. or whatever. And the thing about focus, it requires a lot of uh, mental energy. Mm-hmm. And so we can only maintain high periods of focus for a certain time. And then we need to recoup, replenish, yes. rejuvenate, Absolutely. eat, hydrate and all this kind of stuff. And interestingly, going back to the uh, the sports psychologist there, um, what he was talking about was top athletes. They prioritise the downtime, the recuperating time, as much as their game time. Whereas think of your average kind of uh, person in today's world, it's just like constant go, constant mm-hmm. work, constant coffee, drinking at weekends or whatever. Yeah. Where's the off time? And we feel guilty for the off time. Um, but actually, uh, to, uh, to give you an example, I was, I was at a, it was a meeting in, in Mayfair, there's a company called Strategic Coach, and uh, there were all these kind of like millionaires and all this kind of stuff in the room, and I, I kind of felt like the stupidest person in, in the room, but they were talking about, um, uh, I kid you not, the number of entrepreneurs who were there who said they went from periods of high stress, overwhelm, businesses were falling apart and all this kind of stuff. And then they kind of um, started incorporating these strategies used by this company called Strategic Coach. And one of those um, is, imagine breaking your week down to um, 
focus days and if you're an athlete or something it's like a game a time you have to be on yeah. or if you're an entrepreneur it's like maybe it's an event or a sales event or something like that and um, that's when you full focus you've got to be on form a buffer day that's kind of like dealing with admin and everything else you need to deal with and then there's off days and an off day is an off day there's no work <laughs> you know you just kind yes. of you you go and do all the the stuff you like and here's the thing as well it's like you know we're all so driven and want to move our lives ahead but actually the stuff of life it's it's what tony robbins says you know um science of success and the art of fulfillment and that's mm-hmm. the tough thing that so many of us struggle with is the art of fulfillment um we feel guilty taking time off and all this kind of stuff but actually Absolutely. time with family time with friends doing doing the fun stuff actually it's the perfect an, uh, antidote um to all, all the stress um there was one example of um uh, in this book about peak performance there was a boxer and um one of his preferred uh, methods was just like watching comedy reels and like just laughing he would train so intensely and fight so intensely and then the counterbalance was his time with family and watching kind of comedy videos but it's the ability to to switch off because ultimately yes, it's all about energy everything is energy and if you mm-hmm. think of it in terms of like almost like a uh you know if you're constantly putting energy out you've got to kind of replenish, replenish the balance absolutely. and so many of us don't and i speak to so many entrepreneur friends and it's only when uh they become ill that the body yeah. says no no you're having a break yeah. you need to stop yeah. you need to slow down um and so people to have this kind of cycle of just like on 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 absolutely. until they're forced uh when the body just says no and we've all had that um, and there's a wonderful quote by um it's Vince Lombardi, uh, which says, fatigue makes cowards of us all. And how often have we had that in our own <laughs> lives? When you're tired, when your energy levels are gone, yeah. you can't do anything. You, yeah, you, absolutely. Even decision fatigue is a thing. You're like, you know, mm-hmm. what do you want for dinner? Oh, oh, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've reached my limit <laughs> Literally, you're out of energy, and that's yeah. when you need to kind of, yeah, refuel. Refuel, replenish your energy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, agree with you. And we're not used to... Um, looking for that balance because we are told we need to constantly go, go, be on the go. But actually, mm. it's in the off time, like you said, where we replenish and we're even more effective and driven in achieving whatever it is that you want to achieve. Mm. So, is there any, anything else you'd like to share with us, Paul? Okay, so um, a, a couple of things. Um, one, um, I'm a big fan of Stoic philosophy. Uh, if, if you're thinking what is Stoic philosophy, it's it's the kind of um, it's not some. I'm thinking yes. <laughs> it's not this kind of esoteric. Mm, why are we here? Philosophy. Um, it is a realistic, nitty gritty, like how to live a good life, how to kind of um, take control and take ownership of what is in your control. So that is what you think and do and say in this life. You know that's within your control. You can't control what is externals what other people think about you and all this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so don't waste energy uh thinking about that it's like you focus on what you can kind of deal with um and actually when you kind of start uh, reading about uh, stoic philosophy i mean people like um marcus aurelius who was like one of the most powerful emperors emperors in rome um to to seneca and all these other kind of people there was even some uh stoic philosophers who were slaves or whatever so it's about dealing with with tough situations and i kid you not when you read it now it's it's so as relevant for modern times as as it's ever been and it's it's a philosophy of choice for peak performers 
uh, entrepreneurs, uh, the military, all this kind of stuff. Why? Because it helps get you laser focused on what really matters, what's in your control and what's not in your control. Yeah. And I think we all need help uh, with that. So for me, there's a couple of things. One is a book called uh, Daily Stoic, where you just read one page a day. Um, and even for me, I also regularly read um, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Um, and that was, okay, so here's a guy, effectively, he was like ruler of the known world. Uh, he had like civil wars, assassination attempts, like coup attempts. All kinds of stuff. So the man had a lot on his plate. Um, but he was actually widely acknowledged as also a just ruler. Um, and his meditations, it was, it was his journal to himself on how to be a good man, how to live a good life and how to improve and all this kind of stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I highly recommend that. But there's a phrase, um, there's a couple of phrases. Like one, amor fati, which is mm -hmm. to, love, to love one's fate right to love learn to love everything in your life right and you you may be saying oh yeah but all this bad stuff blah 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 do you know what the fact that you are alive that is a gift you know that is you know and it's also like we've all got first world problems right oh i can't afford to keep up the payments on my car boohoo first world problem it's like get over get over yes. it right <laughs> so i'm all fatty is like okay uh you know it's just like to learn to love the struggle and there's there's a similar phrase which is uh, anti-fragile which is by um, Nazim Taleb, who mm -hmm. came up with this phrase. So the, the phrase anti-fragile is, it's almost like, you know, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger type thing, mm -hmm. apart from bear attacks or tiger attacks, that's just gonna ruin your day or whatever, right? But, so anti-fragile is no matter what happens to you, you kind of take something from it. Uh, I, there's a phrase I like to use, which is kind of like flip it and ship it. It's just like, don't moan, don't complain, just get on with it. You know, if you've had a, bad life or whatever, okay, how do you, what is the seed of benefit in that situation? I know it's tough and it can be really hard and you say, well, how on earth can this terrible situation, what good can possibly come sure. from it? Um, but let's say, for example, you know, um, uh, there are people who go on to, um, they've had terrible things happen to them, but they go on to do things like campaign for good causes and they turn it's that pain into, into an opportunity. Exactly, right. exactly. So Amor Fati, that, that's one, um, what other ones are there? Uh, well, uh, Carpe Diem, Seize the Day, Amor Fati. Um, what else? Um, the Obstacle is the Way. I love that one. Mm -hmm. That's uh, a stoic one as well. So that is, um, it's almost like whatever challenge, whatever problem you are facing, uh, that's almost like a, a kind of, it's, it's a bit again, of, there's, a, there's a gift. There's, right. yeah, there's an opportunity to learn. And yeah. again, if you start asking um, that question, you know, how can I turn this into, how can I, how can I turn it around? Good. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you a quick example for um, George Michael. Uh, he, whenever he had bad things happen to him, uh, Sony trying to kind of strangle him in the contract mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff, he wrote an amazing song about it. Freedom, <laughs> right? you know? or, or when he was very yes. publicly outed yeah. and, and, and shamed and all this kind of stuff, he wrote a song about it. And everyone loved him even more for it. So it's kind of like, just flip it, ship it. You know, after all, we're only here for one innings. So it's like, make, make, make the best of it, you know. And, yeah. um, you know, if you don't see uh, the good... Uh, that is within your life, you know, then, then the fault lies with, with you, I think, so. And I think sometimes, I absolutely agree with you, I, I recently came across this phrase, see the opportunity in everything, not just um, 
uh, a solution to the problem, but actually an opportunity to turn it around, to turn it into something positive. Mm. And I absolutely love this. And I experienced it very recently. And it was only afterwards uh, that I, I, I realized what the opportunity actually was. Mm. And I think sometimes we don't see it immediately, but you have to trust the process. You have to trust that any any obstacle to experience may turn into, will probably lead you to something better. Mm. And then spot and look for the opportunities, look for the positive, look for how to turn the situation around, like you said. Okay. Yeah. No. And actually, just just kind of um, you know end with that. I mean, if you think of of every hero, everyone who's ever inspired you, anyone who's kind of achieved anything great in their life, um, you know, it, it wasn't just like oh, so and so succeeded, the end. Yes. No. no. That's a boring story. <laughs> That's a, it's a boring story. It is a story of struggle of setback and yeah. all this kind of all these personal problems yeah. but ultimately um you know they succeed in the long term and here's the thing do you know what no one wants to hear you complain that, that's <laughs> that's that's a tough kind of fact to kind of deal with but no one does but let me tell you something your struggle everyone wants to hear your success story literally and that that is yeah. that is the human thing is to transcend whatever is in your path you know and then you share that with other people let that be your kind of a gift to the world yes. as it were but um, but yeah all these things it comes back to uh, your focus it comes down to you know making sure you're at least headed in the right direction in your life but it comes down to the basics which is you know exercise rest and all these other kind of things because when you're just hyper stimulated and you, you haven't even got space to think then you just you make all kinds of bad decisions so it's almost like slowing things down and just listening to your body and just like yeah. subtle course corrections along the way yeah. it's giving your body yourself a chance to notice things right paying attention to things and not just doing 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 but actually being and noticing paying exactly. attention again yeah and again physiology like you said or your biology biological self physiological mm. self mm. is the basis of yeah. everything yeah. and then it's looking in the right direction having the right focus and even if you are going through a tough time knowing that something good will come out of it yeah and like you said and that's great people want to hear about your struggle and how you overcame it mm. and it's incredible i find out so many more people than we think actually want to hear about our struggles and our success stories and can benefit from it we think we're the only ones in the world with anything we experience yeah. any tough time we go through but it's that is kind of cannot be further from the truth there are a lot of people out there with very similar stories and just sharing what we've been through can potentially impact so many more and help 100 percent so 100%. many people and so literally whatever it is you're kind of you're going through or whatever if there's some way that your experience your insights if that can help anyone then you know when, when you, here's the thing when you switch from being focused on yourself uh, and just going all oh, boohoo my problems and all this <laughs> kind of stuff when you switch to almost like service and, and using uh, your skills your insights to help other people do you know what it feels good it feels yeah. uh fulfilling um and actually there's there's something else um yeah i just want to kind of kind of uh, add uh, again this comes from uh, stoicism it's um get active in your own rescue because yeah again no one's coming to save you right but when you realize that all these little tweaks along the way they compound over time you know the good stuff if you want to write that book page a day whatever mm -hmm. the good stuff compounds as does the negative stuff so if you almost view your life like uh, as a process of okay i am gradually getting rid of all those uh, the negative habits and trying to evolve past those and gradually doing more of the kind of stuff which compounds in the right direction um so and that also comes from not overloading 
your attention. It's getting yeah. crystal clear. And Warren Buffett says, um, you know, uh, him and uh, Bill Gates were asked, what is the secret of their success? They both answered at the same time, focus. And Warren Buffett said, um, okay, whatever it is you want to do in life, uh, pick the top 25 and then get rid of the bottom 20 and just focus on the top five and then direct all your energy and attention in that, that direction. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And there's something else as well I wanted to tell when we talk about struggles and sharing success stories and mm. something we talk about just before this, this interview. Um, we Sometimes we think that we are not yet where we want to be and therefore we're not capable of helping or, or others or mm. sharing our struggles, etc. But you, we, we grow along the way and we can always help the people that are not where we are yet. So we might not be on a point 10 mm. of where we want to be out of one to 10, but we're in a four and we can help those people who are three or below, you know? So you can always, always, always learn from experiences and help others uh, with, this, with this similar struggles that they're going through. That's a really good so. point, actually. Um, and even if you think of it this way, it's like we're all on our own journey. We're all um, on our own path. Um, but at any given point in your life, there will be people ahead of you you know, and you can look yes. to those people as mentors and there'll be people, you know, your peers on the same level and there'll also be people below you. This is what life is all about. And as you go through these various stages in life, you know, always look to the mentors so you can improve your learning um, and kind of level up your social circle as well, but always kind of uh, give a helping hand to, to anyone else who needs it as well. Absolutely, because you always have something to give all in exactly. our journey. But yeah, I think I, I think we've covered a hell of a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot to learn, you guys, and a lot of useful information as well, a lot of useful books you mentioned along the way. Thank you so much, Paul. That was really, really good. I really appreciate you. It's been an absolute today. pleasure. Thank you. Brilliant. Thank you, guys. Thank Bye -bye. you, guys. See you next time.